Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sheila Shoiga and welcome to Ready To Be Real Conversations, the podcast series where I chat to people of all walks of life. Some names you'll recognise, others you might not, but my hope is that these conversations will at times inspire, challenge, educate, comfort or simply entertain you. Historian and artist Shelley Mooney, who runs the brilliant Instagram page Tales from the Wood, which explores the history and mythology of Ireland, is back in the pod once again. And in this bite-sized episode, she talks to us about the autumn equinox, the Loch Crew Cairns in County Meath, and the ancient Irish goddess on So there are four points on our celestial calendar um, that actually went... So in the winter solstice, we are in the period of the longest night and the shortest day. That moves on then to the spring uh, equinox, which is when the night and day are of equal length. Then you have the summer solstice, which is our longest day and our shortest night. And then we come up to the autumn equinox. So this is the time when we're in the winter period and the night and day are of equal length. Mm. So that is objectively, I suppose, what our autumn equinox is. Um, In relation then to our Celtic calendar, the autumn equinox is the point that falls between the festivals of Lunasa in August and Samhain in October. So it's a celebratory time of year, I suppose, and um, a time of balance and a time of liminality. And uh, our ancient ancestors absolutely loved it. And I think I do too. And I could explain to you why. So this um, is the point which day or night are of equal length. It's the end of summer and it's the beginning of autumn. And then following this equality, the days are going to continue to get shorter and the nights are going to continue to get longer until we reach the winter solstice. Um, And obviously before that, we'll have sound. So it's a liminal time, which basically means it's a threshold time. And it's the moment where borders are going to meet and the veil is going to thin and 
we're allowing easier access between the worlds. So I mentioned, I think back uh, in Imbol, we were talking about the Tuha Didanan and mm. all of that. So basically, um, in our mythology, the Tuha Didanan uh, were the people that lived on this island that preceded our arrival. So when humans arrived, we were called the Milesians. And the Tuha Didanan uh, and the Milesians were kind of contending for who would have dominion over Ireland. And what it was decided um, between the two of them, that we would take the world above, the Milesians would get the world above, and the two Hididanan would get the world below, or the other world, as mm, we call it now. Mm. So a kind of as the veil is thinning and we're heading up to Samhain, people, uh, the, as the folklore goes, the, the, the veil is thinning and the other world is, and our world, the veil between the two is getting very thin and spirits are able to cross over. So we'll have the spirits of the dead and also what we call the Aishi, which are the remnants of these people, the two Hididanan. So it's just an incredible time. Um, and it's also, it's, it's allowing us to have a little pause um, and a little time to reflect on the, the summer that's just gone by and all the, the, the beautiful weather that we've had and to sort of, you know, think about the colder months that are coming when we would be looking inward, we'd be hunkering down and we'd be preparing for the colder months that are to come. And it's the same in nature. So you'd see um, all the little animals are getting ready for their hibernation period. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a time when it's of preparation and getting cosy and we're starting to make our comfort foods and we're starting to have our stews and our, you know, <laughs> soups and um, preparing for the winter months that are to come. Just to sum it up then, it's a time of balance in both a human and in nature, but also in an astronomical sense. We're all balanced out at the moment. We hear about the summer solstice and we mm-hmm. hear about the winter solstice. We hear less about the spring and the autumn equinox, don't we? Yeah. And I, so, obviously, you know, we, we hear a lot about the winter um, solstice because we are so blessed and lucky here in Ireland to have a site like Newgrange, which is, you know, of course. it's just the most amazing, like, site. Have you been there? Oh, gotcha. For, but as in for the moment no, of illumination. Never. I would just be so, <sighs> I, I, it's my biggest dream. I would love to. Actually, let's so. talk about Newbridge a little um, at this point because it is probably the most known of the archaeological sites yeah. that we have here in Ireland yeah. and it is a very special place. Oh it's just incredible so Newgrange is a Neolithic passage tomb um, there's a whole uh, ra- there's, a, there's, there's, there's a few passage tombs basically it's it's in Bruin de Boyne which is on you know the Boyne River in County Mead it's on the bend of the Boyne and you've got this collection of passage tombs the most famous of which are Newgrange North and Douth hmm. so Newgrange is aligned with sunrise on the winter solstice so we've all seen the amazing pictures of the sunlight piercing down the chamber and and illuminating this gorgeous stone at the back and like just you know it's mind-boggling spiritual like it's just it's unbelievable and that's been happening out there for five thousand years Mm. i mean the people who built that the, the, the level of knowledge that would go into building a site like that you know you and the resources so you've got um you must have like a, a some rudimentary form of, of science and astronomy to get it aligned up in the first place. But then the resources and the manpower you would need to build that and have it last for so long. Like yeah. it's just incredible. It is. But Newgrange isn't the only passage tomb in Ireland that is aligned with these celestial events. So on the autumn equinox, there's another um, passage tomb up in Loch Crew. So I don't know if you've heard of Loch Crew before, in, also in County Meath. Again, <laughs> in very basic yeah. terms, I, I've heard of uh, the the symbol, the person that you're going to talk about in a second associated yes. with it. But yes. that's about it. Yeah. That's about it. So Loch Crew um, is also called Schlieve Nicalia, or mm. the, the Hill of the Hag, the Hill of the Witch. Um, and it's this collection of, um, it's a megalithic cemetery, I think is what you would call it. It's a collection of Neolithic passage tombs. They're all, you know, are in and around 5,000 years old, much the same as Newgrange. And I suppose um, in 
in a in a in an amazing sense they're all they're untouched in a way that Newgrange isn't you know Newgrange is is, is is a showstopper but these ones seem almost that they're a little bit folly down they're a little bit craggy and they're full of art they're full of Neolithic art so one of the one of the Cairns it's Cairn T up there is aligned with the autumn equinox and so what happens uh, the sun shines down the passage and it hits what's called the equinox stone at the back of the passage and you should look up a picture of the equinox stone at Loch Crucial. It is just stunning. They have all these, um, it's, it almost looks like little suns carved into the stone and these wavy lines and what almost looks to me like ohm writing. Mm. Now it can't be ohm writing because that's long before ohm writing. But what they actually meant to the people that carved them, I mean, we can't know for sure, but there's just something like it must have had some ritualistic, spiritual importance to them. These, the, I would love to know exactly what the, the carvings meant, but the fact that they lined it up and they placed it so that the sun would shine on that and illuminate the whole thing on the autumn equinox just shows, you know, the level, the same as Newgrange, the level of, of, of manpower, resources and expertise that had to go in to build these places. And that happened 5,000 years ago. It's yeah. just, I mean, you put that in, in context, that is a long time ago. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely it is. Yeah. One of the best experiences I ever had and what one that actually got me into this um, this whole part of my life. I went up to Loch Crew when I was in college and it was a rainy, misty old November day and I was up there with a friend and we arrived into the visitor centre. I had never been there before and we just said, can we go up the hill or whatever? And uh, they said, yeah, you can just go up and said, here's the key. And I kind of said, the key of what? Like, And they said, um, it's the key of the, the passage tomb. So we took this key and we did the, there's a little small hike to get up to the, the, the mounds. And lo and behold, we were able to open the, the cairn and actually get inside it. I couldn't get over it. And we, we were just in there and like surrounded by this Neolithic art. And I just couldn't get over it. Like it, unbelievable. They're, don't give out the key anymore. <laughs> that's, okay. that's the, uh, in the years since, um, it's got very popular and uh, they don't give out the key anymore to protect the tomb. Sure. But honest to God. You were like, one of the lucky ones. Oh, my, I feel there, so blessed. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, but also you, you, you did your research. You wanted to go there. You wanted to investigate and see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and there is there is a figure, there's a symbol yes. very strongly associated with Loch Crewe as well. Is. Yeah. So as I was saying, it's called Schlieve Nicalia. Um, so the Hill of the Witch. And the the Kylock on Kylock, we all know that word today. You know, we we've all think of the witch that we think of is with the pointy hat, a broomstick and a black cat, but I mean, that's not really what we're talking about here. So the the witch goddess or the hag goddess in Ireland. And also in other countries as well. So I know they have the Kylock Bera in Scotland and mm. they're all kind of linked. But she's this ancient winter goddess that, mm. um, you know, it, it could go all the way back to the Neolithic. You know, going by the fact that they built this monument, you know, it, she is an, an antique, ancient goddess that predates um, a lot of the, the formal mythology that we have with the two-headed Danon and, you know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She's just way, way back. unbelievable. Okay. And there are lots of monuments um, around the country that are associated with her. But this one in particular, <clears throat> it always, I just, I this is why I love this time of year. Um, so there's a, a story that goes that this, the, this ancient goddess, the Kylock, she wanted dominion over the whole country of Ireland. So in order to prove her worthiness for this role, she had to compete, complete a feat of great strength. Um, so what she did was she filled her apron up full of heavy stones, big, massive, heavy rocks, and she hopped from hill to hill up out at Loch Crewe. And as she did so, 
the stones all poured out of her apron and they scattered onto the ground and they actually formed the cairns that we see today. Aww. This is the, the, the legend as it goes. Um, but on the last hill, she slipped and she fell and she broke her neck, which is awful. <laughs> um, but the story goes that she's buried under the mounds up at the hill today. And uh, I just, th- there's something about um, that story. I actually, uh, one of my paintings, um, it, I had to try and illustrate what was in my head. I just imagined that the winter scene, you know, the bare craggy hills and this huge shadowy spirit almost, mm. you know, forming these cairns. And the Kylock herself, you know, is, she's this winter goddess. We associate her with death, with the barren fields, the frost, the ice, the snow, all of the things that happen uh, from now and until um, winter is over. And it's this time of death. And I, I kind of feel that in this sort of feminine uh, goddess way, we have to be able to see the beauty in that and the beauty in the end and of of of, of, of the of death and yeah. of the ending of this fertile harvest season and the summer that we've had. We're coming into the colder months now. Things are going to be darker. They're going to be frosty. And the land is, is barren and free of life. But I think that's so beautiful in that, you know, we'll have Bridget coming along then in Inbog mm, again. Mm. You cannot have beginnings without endings. Exactly. I've- that's exactly what I was thinking. And, yeah. and and the connection between the two of them, exactly. really. And the, almost like changing of the guard. You yeah, know? love it's that. It's just so beautiful. And I, I just think uh, at this time of year, it's so, uh, it's, it's, it's just amazing to think that for so long we've been telling these stories and, you know, this winter goddess and um, tied in with the archaeology then and the, the real historical archaeology up on the hill. It's just amazing. And the fact that our ancient ancestors went so far out of their way to put up these monuments and, yeah. you know, leave them there for us, little trees of uh, of them and their their culture and oh it's just mm. incredible like I really just think it's incredible yes and again when you think about it I suppose it seems like our ancestors really did respect the idea of of uh, of the stages of life you know yes. the the maid mother the crone idea yeah, exactly. you know that the, the crone was you know the wise old wizened old woman was was revered and respected and mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she was the one you went to. Yeah, exactly. Because she had lived life. Yeah. And I think there is a twist and, um, and not a good one in modern life where, you know, you know, youth is celebrated and that we, we don't give enough credence. And I think, um, you know, recognition to those who have lived longer on the planet, because, you know, as we all know, like this version of me now knows a hell of a lot more than the 24 year old version of me. And I hope that another 20 or 40 odd years or however long I live, (laughs) that that will only continue to grow and develop, you know, and And we do need to honour that older stage of life. And I suppose the Kajak is is representative of that as well. Exactly. Wisdom. Of that wisdom. And the the age and the the beauty that comes with age and in endings, you know, because it's like, like you said, our society is fixated on this maiden stage of the maiden mother crone. And of course, it's a beautiful stage, you know, in its own way. It's absolutely gorgeous and all the rest. But we have to remember that as we move through life and, and cycle through, it's not healthy to focus. You you can't hold on to that stage no. of your life forever. No. And instead, isn't it wonderful to kind of think we are moving on to another beautiful thing now? Yeah. You know, and, and yes, the ground is bare, but it's covered in frost, which is sparkly and beautiful. Yeah. You know, the trees Glisses are bare. like diamonds, yeah. Yeah, but now we can see all the gorgeous, intricate swirling branches and you know it, it's just you have to see the, the beauty in these things and as I mm. said um, on a previous um, podcast with yourself the reliability and the, the 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 wonderful reliability of the changing of seasons and the magic in that 
in opposed to the chaos that we're living in, in our own man-made world at the moment, you know, with our phones, that news cycle you're bombarded with all the time. It's just so nice to just be able to take a breath and remember nature is doing its thing. It, it needs no interference from us. If I go out for a walk, I can see it now, you know, it's just, and we've been doing it for thousands of years here and it's just amazing. And it's wonderful. And it's a great resource that we can still go outside and do that. And it's so reliable um, in the midst of all the chaos and especially this time of year, I think. If you enjoyed this conversation, you can catch up on previous episodes with Shelley here on Ready To Be Real and she'll be back again next month to talk to us about the Celtic Festival of Samhain. Thank you so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.